Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your intuition and highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign. It's up to you to get specific. I suggest that you listen to the horoscope for your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, please also take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Cancer Season. In this episode, I'll take you on a tour of cancer's zodiacal energy through our bodies, hearts, minds, relationships, and the world at large. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and cancer represents amazing and important energy for each of us. You can find the Cancer Season episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platform. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Recurring monthly donations can be made at any amount and will grant you access to my expanded monthly reports. These reports are 15 to 20 pages that outline the upcoming month's most important planetary aspects and lunar cycles and offer suggestions for how to work most effectively with this astrological energy. If financial contributions aren't possible for you at this time, the number one way you can support this work is by sharing it with your family, friends, and networks. Finally, I want to add a special announcement for any of you who are ready to dive deeper with embodied astrology in your life. This autumn from September 28th through October 2nd, I'm offering a very special retreat in Southern Washington. We're going to be exploring the expansive potential and personal manifestation power of Jupiter and Capricorn. This is a year-long transit, which goes from December 2019 through December 2020. This three-day retreat includes daily movement, meditation, art, writing, and astrology classes where you'll learn how to work with your own chart. And you'll still have time for long walks on the beach, hot saunas, and good company. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Now, on to your horoscopes. Hello, Gemini. Thank you so much for listening. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead forecast for cancer season. Cancer season begins on June 21st and ends on July 22nd. And for you, cancer is the sign just following yours. And uh, it signifies the, the things that sustain you, what it is that you value, how it is that you accumulate and gather value in your life, your self-esteem, your self-worth, your value systems, and also your money, your resources, your finances. So as the sun enters this season and this part of your chart, it brings illumination and a lot of awareness into these themes. The sun is joining up with Mercury, Mars, and the North Node. Mercury has been in Cancer for the last few weeks, Mars for about a month and a half, and the North Node since last uh, summer. The North Node is one of... is 
one of the places, part of the, the place where eclipses happen, the nodal axis of the moon, is where uh, the moon's orbit intersects with the ecliptic and our relationship with the sun. Eclipses are occurring in January and July this year. This is Cancer and Capricorn season. So these parts in the zodiac and parts in the chart are extra activated right now. Mercury brings mental energy and a lot of thinking, communication, and language to these themes, to this part of the chart. Mars brings assertiveness, drive, will, and uh, power. As the sun gets in, you're thinking quite a lot about your values, your value systems, and maybe also about your money. Over the course of the next month, there are going to be a number of aspects between uh, Cancer and its opposite sign, Capricorn. I'm going to be returning to these themes again and again. You're going to hear me talk about them quite a lot because the eclipses are happening here. Again, this is also really kind of the central theme of this month's astrology. So as we move into cancer season, um, there are a couple of aspects with Venus in the first week. On the 23rd and the 24th, Venus forms an opposition with Jupiter, an inconjunct to Saturn, and a square to Neptune. Venus is currently in your sign, and we're just leaving Gemini season. Happy birthday if it was your birthday. Uh, Venus transiting through your sign is bringing increased attractiveness and magnetism to you, to your personality. Um, it's gracing you with its presence, and as it forms these aspects, there is extra emphasis on your relationships and potentially on your personality or your attractiveness, how you feel yourself being perceived by others, but also in the world, out in the world, and on some kind of public stage. There's uh, definitely a dynamism to these aspects, as well as potential challenge or feelings of discomfort. Um, it seems like there's a lot of energy and attention on uh, on you right now or focus on you um, or self-focus that you have again in your relationships to others or your relationship uh, to the public sphere and how you're taking up space um, or how other people may be perceiving you. With Venus's influence, um, rest assured that you are being perceived in a good light and when you come from good-naturedness, especially when you're communicating and connecting with others from a place of heartfulness and love. Um, we see you as a very lovely being. So make sure to kind of check in with your heart, check in with your sentiments, try and be as real as you possibly can, um, treat others with kindness and all of that. But also, again, just to remind you that you are being seen in a positive light over the course of um, these couple of weeks with Venus in your sign, and you can definitely use that to your advantage. On June 26th, Mercury enters the sign Leo. Leo rules your solar third house of communications. It is associated to Gemini, to your sign, as the third sign. So um, Mercury, as your ruling planet, coming into your third house, um, kind of increases your natural gift of communication as a Gemini person. It may increase your mental activity. Um, it may bring more communications into your life, more of a need to talk or share or connect with others. 
Mercury is moving into its retrograde, and on the 28th, it enters what's called its storm. This is the period of time just before its station retrograde where it appears to, to stop in the sky and, and really slow down. And during this time, we get some of the more problematic and wonky energy of a, of a retrograde cycle. So between the 28th and July 7th, I definitely want to encourage you to be mindful with your communications, especially as this is in the communication sector of your chart. Mercury retrograde is famous for um, putting (laughs) the proverbial foot in the proverbial mouth, for making some kind of um, mistake, for acting without um, consideration, for hastiness. And you definitely want to be mindful of all of that um, during the span of time. And Mercury will be moving kind of back and forth between Leo and Cancer in its retrograde. So it turns retrograde on July 7th at four degrees of Leo, and then it's going to um, retrograde all the way back to 23 degrees of Cancer, um, where it will turn direct on August 2nd. And um, this particular area of the zodiac for you has to do with the kind of translation between your value systems, your sense of security, your worthiness, your enoughness, and how you are communicating with others. And um, I don't think I need to explain this didactically or anything. It's maybe fairly self-evident. If you're feeling like you have a strong sense of self-esteem, then you're going to be communicating in a more confident way. Um, if you're not, then you won't. So the kind of theme of your values, your value systems, your self-worth, and also your resources as they relate to your mental energy, to what your mind is circling around, and therefore how you're listening um, and, and perceiving other people's communication, what you think that they're kind of projecting onto you and how you are then responding to them. These are big themes for Mercury retrogrades cycle. Now, especially um, as Mars comes into Leo on July 1st, where it will transit through August 19th, and as Venus moves into Cancer on July 3rd, well, it will travel uh, through July 29th. There's a lot of energy in these parts of your chart in the places that signify value, worthiness, enoughness, and your mental energy and your communications. Again, just to be didactic, if you are not feeling secure in yourself, your communications will suffer. You are more prone to be communicating inauthentically um, or to be communicating things that you don't really want to communicate, um, whether explicitly or subtly. So this is a really good time for you to practice uh, self-love and self-worth and also just to kind of examine these feelings for you, like any of these concepts, to, to take a good look at them, to notice how you communicate, where does it come from? Um, what are some of the communication habits that you have and how are they rooted in your value systems, in your self-esteem, potentially in your relationship to money and resources as well? On July 2nd, there is a new moon and solar eclipse at 10 degrees of Cancer. Check your natal chart to see if you have any planets between 5 and 15 degrees of Cancer or Capricorn or 
uh, Libra or Aries. These are the cardinal signs and any planets, um, any natal planets that you have around these degree points will be definitely extra stimulated by this eclipse and new moon. The new moon is always a time for new beginnings. It's a time when we set seeds of intention for a new cycle. And generally at a new moon, we have a cycle that's going to last um, for, for a year or so. Um, we've got the full moon in the same sign six months later, and then next year's new moon in this same sign. However, at an eclipse, we are setting a, a cycle and kind of planting seeds for the next decade of time. Eclipses are kind of travel around the nine, 10 year um, cycles. So as you think forward in time, what do you want to be cultivating and calling into this area of life that has to do with values, value, worth, worthiness, enoughness? Um, This is a, a really powerful place for all of us, right? How do we sustain ourselves? How do we get the things that we need? What are our value systems? What do we think we need? What kind of validation do we need? Cancer as a sign is a sign of inclusion, tenderness, softness, but also sensitivity. Sensitivity um, can, can go many different directions, right? It can serve to bring us into greater communion and connection with others and with the world around us. It can also shut us down. We can become emotionally overwhelmed. Um, We can get defensive. We can get protective. Your sign is a sign that is quite mental. And with cancer on the second house, um, there is a a fair degree of protective protectiveness um, that I think that you carry through your life, um, especially as it comes to relationships. And um, with Gemini, the the way that you're presenting yourself is not always the true nature of what's happening in the interior, the internal landscape. And one of the symbols of this new moon and this eclipse is a symbol of greater authenticity, transparency, and tenderness particularly for you in relationships and in important relationships where you are exchanging and sharing with others. Um, As you think about themes for this new moon and this eclipse cycle, um, meditate on themes of internal security, validation of self-worth, and how your own inner security can lead you to greater transparency and authenticity in your relationships in general, and specifically in your important um, intimate relationships and in any relationships that pay you. So if you're receiving value, if you're being validated, um, if you're being resourced by these relationships, uh, transparency, tenderness, and, um, you know, being authentic with yourself, being true with yourself, asking for what you need, not being scared to to reveal what you need um, are big themes. On July 8th, Mercury and Mars form a conjunction in early Leo. Uh, Venus and the Sun in Cancer form several aspects that day to Capricorn, Pisces, and Sagittarius. And Chiron turns retrograde in Aries. And then on July 9th, we have the second quarter square. This is the half circle moon in Libra and um, an opposition between the Sun in Cancer and Saturn in Capricorn. 
There's a lot of stuff around the 8th and the 9th um, for the couple of days leading up to the 8th and the 9th and then the couple of days following. There's bound to be quite a lot of energy. Um, some people will be experiencing this very positively in an energizing, fun kind of way. Other people will be totally overwhelmed by it. You may experience both. Um, these aspects are a time that I think a lot of people are going to be needing some, some significant rest. And for you, uh, I would definitely recommend rest and rest may come in the form of play, <laughs> um, which is exciting for you. So, uh, Chiron is turning retrograde in the part of your chart called the 11th house. This has to do with your wider social circles and your networks. One of the suggestions that I have for this influence is to really, um, consider who your friends are and who your friend circles are. You definitely want to be in communion with people who are healing influences for you and for whom you can be a healing influence. Being able to give and receive um, positive, generative, and, and healing support is going to be such an asset in your life over the course of the next nine years with Chiron transiting this part of your chart. And with the second quarter square um, in Libra, which is the opposite sign of Aries, um, there's a suggestion here that you may really kind of want to play. You um, get fed by a, a social engagement, but being involved with the right kinds of people is crucial. So um, you don't want to play with friends who are not there for your best interests. You definitely want to surround yourself with people who you can have the kinds of conversations that you want to be having with, but also who you can trust to kind of be yourself with. You can let yourself be seen. You can be transparent about your process. You can share things that feel quite personal. And being able to connect with others in this way is very healing for you um, at this time. On July 16th, there is a full moon and lunar eclipse in Capricorn, and Venus in Cancer will oppose Saturn in Capricorn. Now, two days before, the Sun in Cancer opposes Pluto in Capricorn, and then a couple of days later, on the 21st, Venus in Cancer opposes Pluto in Capricorn too. So a lot of stimulation again in the Cancer-Capricorn axis, emphasized by the full moon and now lunar eclipse in Capricorn. Saturn and Pluto are traveling together through Capricorn all of 2019 and 2020. If you've been listening to Embodied Astrology, you've heard me talk about this countless times now. For you, this is happening in your solar eighth house. This has to do with places of intimacy, vulnerability, and exchange. This is part of what I was just talking about a moment ago in terms of the importance that it is for you that you have relationships that you can be transparent in, that you can really be yourself in. You are ready for a different kind of intimacy. You're ready for a different kind of experience in your social life. This definitely includes partners. It includes important friends. It may include the world in general. It may include your family. At this full moon, you're really supported to look at deeper emotional um, entanglements and how insecurities, doubts, uh, resentments may have been building up. There may be um, a kind of surfacing of, of deeper emotional content. There may be quite a lot of passion with this full moon, um, as well as issues surrounding debts, inheritances, and uh, lineages. Um, this is the place 
place in the chart that also relates to death. Um, and death, I think, is just as much a metaphor as it is literal a lot of the time, but especially at um, with, with a lunar eclipse conjunct the south node, there is a theme of ending here and letting something go. So if you find yourself in experiences where you're needing to let go of deep emotional entanglements or you're letting go of really important emotional bonds, um, please give yourself a lot of compassion, give yourself a lot of care, and trust in the evolutionary process. This is a really important moment with these eclipses, and a lot of people will be going through a lot of change. For you, this is coming in a very deep and personal part of your chart, and one that um, is, is going to probably resonate for a while. So please do care for yourself at this time. On July 21st, the Sun and Mercury form a conjunction at the last degree of Cancer and the first degree of Leo. Again, this is the part of the chart where you transition between value systems, self-worth, and communication style. The Sun and Mercury coming together is an important moment in the Mercury cycle, and this is the beginning of a new Mercury cycle that will last until the next retrograde period in November. So over the course of these next um, couple of months, you are in a mental process around a lot of these themes that I've been talking about, value systems, what you think is important, how you're communicating, your sense of inner security and well-being, and how this is influencing your communication, definitely how this uh, is coming out in for some of you, your career or just a larger social sense is going to be um, a really big theme. So pretty exciting astrology all through the month. There's a lot going on. These eclipses are powerful. Please make sure to check back in with me and Embodied Astrology on July 2nd and the 16th. I'll be offering um, podcasts and kind of rituals for these uh, new and full moons and the eclipses to work with their energy and to understand them a little bit more deeply. That's what I have for you for now. I really hope that this horoscope is useful for you. Thank you so much for listening. Happy cancer season and bye for now.